The Bad and Ambitious Podcast is an unfiltered and authentic podcast where I will be discussing topics relating to self-improvement, finance, and relationships. I'm redefining what a bad bitch is, and I'm giving you the tools to be your most well-rounded and confident self. Follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to podcasts. For up-to-date information and motivational content, follow my Instagram at the Bad and Ambitious Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello baddies, welcome back to the Bad and Ambitious Podcast. On today's episode, I have an old friend on today to talk about why we're waiting to settle down and have kids and what is important to us before we make that next step. And we are almost 30 and I know a lot of people kind of forget about that because they may not have things settled down in the way that other people do. But for us, we're career women and we want to have our shit together first and foremost. And to introduce Cynthia, she is the owner of Complete Tax and Accounting. She specializes in accounting, tax, and business formations. And I've referred her to other people and they love her. So if you need that, slide into her DMs and I'll tag her business in the show notes. So let's start off by saying how we met. I've known you since I think 2006. We went to middle school together. Yes, yes, we did. It was a long time ago. Yeah, and my mom was your teacher, right? Yes, she was my Spanish teacher. I loved her. She was so nice. <laughs> me, honestly, she made me feel like at home. It was it was so like like warm in her classroom. So definitely Aww. remember that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's cute. It's crazy because now we're like grown ass adults. I like, know things change so much, and it's just yeah, for sure. It's so different. But I think that both of us, we've done well for ourselves, and we're here to talk about settling down and why we're waiting to have kids. And I just think that this topic is important, and I want to give a disclaimer that we are not intending to offend anyone. We're just speaking our mind, and we're allowed to speak our mind. I know this topic is very touchy, and we do not have kids, but at the same time, I think the whole point of this is to prove as to like why we're waiting to have kids and it's not to judge anyone or make anyone feel bad. So if you're triggered, maybe don't listen to this episode, but (laughs) we have a right to our opinion as well. And before we get into all that, I want to ask you what your definition is of a bad bitch. Yeah, for sure. And I'm so happy. I mean, you made that disclaimer before I start on that of my definition of a bad bitch. Um, I think it's really important for sure to kind of add on it's you know just like women that do have kids and do have an opinion about being a mom it's also important to understand that the per the the women that are choosing not to have children early on or deciding to wait a little bit longer than usual so I think we're entitled to an opinion so yes definitely for sure so my definition of a bad bitch um for me, like a, a bad bitch is is a is a person that has like self worth and self value, and I don't mean it like in a perception kind of way because anybody can think that you're like they're self they're bad bitches, but it's for me it's more of what do you have to offer to yourself and what do you have to offer for you know to society to people around you to your family to your friends are you a positive person in their lives are you a positive person to yourself and I think that once you kind of um, kind of 
know your value. I think you know how to put boundaries, you know what you're capable of, you can crush your goals, and then you can also help people around you do the same. So tell us what you do for work. So I am an accountant. Um, I and I'm going into getting my CPA license with the state of Florida. So I love I guess I fell into this career because for three different reasons, I really liked, you know, I like working with numbers. I like working, you know, with people. And then also, uh, I also like the aspect that accountants can work from home. You know, accounting is a career where you can actually move like with technology. So, you know, I can grab my computer and I can go work from anywhere. So that's super cool. And also, now on this topic, I specifically also chose this career because uh, I knew in the future I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to work from home and I wanted to be close to my kids. So even from my career, I was already thinking about how to be a bad bitch and have a, a, a real profession, a real career and still work from home. So which is really hard to do. So so that's basically how I got into into accounting. I think that's cool because Mm -hmm. it's crazy how like, you know, growing up, everyone kind of like did their own thing and how everyone else, you know, went on their own path. But it's cool because we can all help each other and we all Mm -hmm. have a diverse thing to bring to the table and help. Like we said, like you help other people being a bad bitch. And also Mm -hmm. I want to point out that for me, like you're hot. And like, you know, you're allowed to like be hot and smart. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people kind of they get intimidated by that. And it's like, no, like, why the fuck can't you do both? I think you're a true inspiration just by having this podcast and, and talking about, you know, your opinions and, you know, everything that you do, your career and everything. I think it's, it's awesome. I think it's super cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I also think because you're in like a financial job and everything, I think that women should be financially independent because a lot of what's being pushed right now is women who are like high value. Like they're asking men for money like immediately. Mm -hmm. And I don't agree with that. No, not at all. Like women feel entitled to a man's money when it's like, you're not even married and you're not even serious. Cause I see it on social media now. It's like the feminine Mm -hmm. movement, which a lot of that I do agree with, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you need to make him like pay for shit because you need to see if he's a provider but oh, I feel like that would, yeah, that like turns a guy off. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Like, I never have had to ask a man or anyone for money, mm-hmm. and you just need to have your own shit and your own career, your own licenses. Like, those are things that no one can take away from you. Mm-hmm. A man can never take that away from you. That shit is in your name. You worked for it, and that is to me what brings value. Like a lot of men who are successful want a woman who is also successful and exactly. because it shows that like, you're not a pendeja. Exactly. Exactly. And honestly, um, now, nowadays, I think, you know, a lot of people, what are men, what they want is someone that they can talk to, you know, that someone they can vibe with, you know, there's a lot of women that they're great, great wives and you know great moms but you cannot have a conversation with them they are blank so yeah. uh you know it's 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 really sad because then you can't really bond with your man you can't bond with your husband and it's like well we can't talk about politics you can't talk about like finances you sometimes women think that it's just about looks and i don't think that it should be about that like you should if you have a skill like you know 
take advantage of that and show a man like you don't really need him like I do agree with like men need women and vice versa Mm -hmm. but at the same time like have your own value have your own worth Mm -hmm. and your own identity because a lot of women they just give up their careers and stuff that they cared for because they don't have anything really going for them and then they're kind of like in this trap where like they can't really leave them because you know things change in the future whatever but yeah it's important to have something going even if it's like small but like have your own thing a hundred percent I think it's super important to have that individuality as a person not even it, it doesn't even matter if you're a man or a woman just being you know crushing your goals and whatever they might be you know and having that you know I'm Cynthia and then this is you know, this is my man or my husband, you know, my boyfriend or whatever. It's really important to keep that individuality. Like, for example, a little personal story of mine, I, I, I started going out with my boyfriend when I was 15 years old. If I would have consumed my life to be all about him, you know, I would have never gotten to where I've gotten to today, where, you know, I have my own business. I, you know, I work in corporate you know, I have my, my, my degree, I'm going for my CPA, because it would just, you know, it would just be revolving around him. And from very early on, I established that I am me, we started very, very young. So it's like, I wasn't gonna just fall for him and do everything for him. And it was about him all the time. No, I'm Cynthia, and you're my boyfriend. And we're we have two different paths. And we're two individual people, and we're getting to one place. So it's really important to set those goals and goal setting and crushing your goals actually, you know, it helps your self-esteem. It helps your value as a person. What can you offer? What can you bring to the table? You know, and I don't really mean financially, but as a person that can solve issues up as a person that has a solution, you know, so, so that's really important for sure. So do you think that your parents taught you that about being independent or was it like something that you just wanted to do? I am naturally, naturally a a bit of a competitive person. Um, I didn't have the resources growing up to, you know, go to the best school or do all this or do all that. But um, I want, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to work and I wanted to have my own things. And I, 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 it's not because I didn't trust people or because, oh, you can never depend on no man. Like, no, like, I I didn't have that. It's just naturally me. I feel, I feel useful when I can make my own money and I can find solutions and I can, you know, bring something to the table, you know? And for me, my mom has always been really hardworking. My dad has always been really hardworking. And I think that I learned that from them, you know, where it's like they came here as immigrants and I wasn't going to waste my time like all the efforts that they did, my mom crossing the border, my dad coming here from Cuba, from a communist country for me to just settle, like not, not be anything <laughs> to yeah. not have at least for something, you know? So, so I, and that's how I show to them that I am grateful for what they did because I'm like, okay, well, I, I, yeah, I want you to know that I'm okay. I, I can take care of myself. Right. Yeah. And thank you so much for everything that you did. So that's how I kind of kind of do it like what where where I find like kind of like my I guess my fire in a way yeah so for me on that topic my mom you know my mom obviously but like she's very hardworking and independent and Mm -hmm. my parents got divorced when I was nine Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like the only option for me was to succeed and I liked Mm -hmm. 
I know a lot of people like maybe that's not like on their mind but like for me I was like such a nerd that I'm like I only like I took school so seriously and it yes it paid off yes yes no 100% I was honestly I was never the smart girl never ever in my life I was never the smart girl like I wanted to be smart but like I just was so focused on other things because again my parents they're you know immigrants they didn't really emphasize on school so my focus was on other things and you know I can see how you know your mom being a teacher she instilled that in you which I wish I had someone to instill that in me I feel like I would have done a little bit better on in school so definitely that that's that's so awesome like that's amazing I want people to like know that I'm not I'm smart in the way that like I I'm resourceful and like Mm -hmm. I study hard as fuck but Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone knows that like I have to study harder than most people Mm -hmm. like I in high school because I did dual enrollment I was taking like sophomore year of high school I was taking I think it was like pre-calc and I was taking um every semester a college class so like I was taking math on math and like I was working at Panera like I was mad struggling like I don't know how the fuck I did it, but it was, like, it's not easy for me. And I think that, like, people need to know that. Not that I have to explain anything, but it's, like, if you wanted to work hard, you would. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And I wish I would have known that from back then so that now when I was doing, you know, getting my bachelor's degree and now studying for my CPA exam, I would have not had to learn that the hard way. You know what I mean? Because if I would have just studied that, I would have known that from the beginning, from middle school, I feel like I would have done just so much better and, you know, graduated a little bit earlier with my bachelor's, gotten my CPA a little bit earlier, you know, instead of doing it now, which, you know, I don't regret it because everything works out and plays out how it's supposed to, but I wish I just would have learned that earlier. So definitely that's a big plus, like with just you and like just people that are, you know, they like to study. And even though it takes a lot longer, like at least you're there, you know? Yeah. But it was to get my license for my architecture exams some people pass it on the first try some people pass it like on the 17th like try whatever I will admit and I have no shame in admitting it that I've there are six exams and I passed two on the second try and the rest on the third try yeah same so that shit was not easy like I had I spent so much time studying I cried so much about the way oh yeah spent so much money on like test materials and like the exams you have to like pay every time you fail and oh if you God, really yeah. fucking want something you just keep on going like 100%. I know a lot of people that they don't want to fail so they just stop and it's like bitch what like my yeah. mom did not raise me like that you know what I mean like 100 percent yes keep on going like and we didn't grow up with money like and I I'm very grateful for that in a way because like I do like striving for more and I did notice that in, I went to private school mm-hmm. UM but like I was so behind on everyone else because like mm-hmm. you know our teachers we didn't have the same quality of education than other people mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like I'm a hard worker, like everything that I've done, I can say that I gave to myself. And that makes me very proud of myself. A hundred percent. I think that that's so that's again, that builds your self value that takes merit, you know what I mean? Like, just knowing that, you know, you have you you have to study really hard to get to that point, you know, but you're going to do it anyways, regardless. And I think that that's awesome. And I think that a lot of people should learn from that because a lot of, like you said, when things get hard, we were like, oh, whatever, I don't need this anyway, or, or make they make an excuse. 
And it's like, no, stick to your gun, stick to your, to your and just do it, you know? And I think that's, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And so Mm -hmm. for us, we're, well, okay, I'm single and I've been single for a while and I don't have kids, but at the same time, like some people do have kids and they're not like with anyone or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you've been in a relationship for a long time and Mm -hmm. we're just career oriented right now. And I think that there's a benefit because eventually we already have our shit set up for us when we do have kids. And for me, I'm setting myself up to have my freedom when I do have kids because I have a license now. I can work for myself and I have other businesses that I have in line to like set up myself for Mm -hmm. so that when the time comes, like I don't have to worry about money. And a lot of Mm -hmm. people, it's kind of annoying because like the more I've gotten older, I've realized that a lot of moms, like I understand everyone his opinion is valid. I 100% understand. But a lot of people have told me, like, don't have kids, don't get married, like, keep on traveling, like, enjoy your life. But it's just like, just because you hate the person you chose to be with, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I will that like, I'm guaranteed to like, hate my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've always wanted to be a mom. Since I was little, like, I would always have like a million dolls. Like, I'm very <laughs> motherly, even though maybe people don't think I'm motherly, but like, I am. Uh-huh. But like us waiting, I think is going to prevent a lot of that. You know what I mean? A lot of like yeah. the mistakes that I want to like shit on anyone, but it's like, we're being patient and I think we're trying our best to do things right. And of course people have like, you know, they try to do everything right. Things fuck up, you get divorced, you know, so many issues happen. Right. But yeah. for us right now, like we're just focusing on ourselves first. And then for me, like, I'm pretty sure, you know, that when you're going to have kids, like that's your next you know chapter of your life of course yeah we're just being I think like I don't know not cautious but just you know when the time comes the time comes you're just preventing like in the accounting terms in the financial terms that's called um it's like it's like basically lowering the risk of something bad happening right so when you prepare yourself you're kind of like getting insurance, right? It's like, well, um, I know I have to work, obviously, you know, like it's, it's, I don't want to leave my kids godly all hours of the day and I don't see them, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to be with them. So that's really hard to do before you're a professional. Once you're a professional and you're situated and you have all, you know, all your ducks in a row, it's very easy to call the shots when you get to that level, you know? But mm-hmm. when you're like a like a junior or, you know, for me, when you're like a junior accountant, dude, you have to do all the work. You have to go in seven days a week and that's it on in season, you know. But now when you become a senior, it's like, yeah, I'll go Monday to Friday and, you know, it's OK. Like, I'll do my own normal hours. I don't have to kill myself. So that's yeah. part of like career building. So I it was important for me to get to that level before I even thought about having kids, you know, and it's really important to set yourself up and just not have that risk of things going wrong and nothing's ever going to be perfect. Let me get that really straight. Like a lot of women, like a lot of women say, well, you're never ready to be a mom. That's true. You're never ready. There's not a manual that comes in. It's like, Oh, but there are certain things that you can prevent and you can lower the risk of. And I think that, you know, we're just doing that. We're being patient so that we can be a little bit better. Um, in, 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 in doing certain things, 
and that's it. Yeah, exactly. I do agree with you. And I think mm-hmm. we're just being strategic about it. Exactly. And I think exactly. a lot of people also like resent their own decisions and they kind yeah. of want to like place blame on other people. Yeah. Like the way other people did it their way, like that already happened. We're not trying to make anyone feel bad, but we have a choice. Like we're making a choice mm-hmm. to wait. Like we're making a choice to set ourselves up in the way we think is the best for our future children that we are pretty sure we're going to have. And also like being Hispanic, like we also get the whole like, Oh, like my family doesn't do this. They actually do the opposite. They tell me like, don't have kids, which kind of (laughs) offends me. But at the same time, it's like, I know Hispanics will like tell people like, Oh, have kids, have kids, have kids or like get married. But a lot of people like get married because of like pressure of like religion. And just because of like, the whole like sex before marriage thing oh yeah or, like just have kids because like I want a grandson or a granddaughter but it's like that's not the best intention of like why you're gonna have kids or get married and that can really put yourself put your family like in a trap of like you know you're not marrying someone that's good for you you're just gonna have a kid to have a kid I don't think that's the best idea well yeah of course a thousand percent look I my mom is Mexican and um, you can already, you know, the, the culture, the Mexican culture is exactly how you just described it. Get, I mean, I've been with, I, I've been with, you know, my boyfriend for 15 years. I mean, I was supposed to get married when I was 20 years old and have kids in my early twenties. Like you, I, you, I cannot, like, I cannot express to you how many times people have come up to us. And then what I love the most is that they automatically think negatively. They're like, oh, well, it's because she's he's not taking her seriously. He doesn't want to give her a ring. Oh, she wants it, but he doesn't. And they automatically assume that. It's like, bro, I don't, dude, we both don't want to have kids. We both don't want to get married until we're both ready, right? And it's like offends you in some way because it's so sexist. So with that being said, I think that and then, and then, and then I feel bad. Like, for example, when they would tell me that I would feel bad because it's like, it's something wrong with me because I don't want to get married and I don't want to have kids right now. Like I, I want to be selfish. Like I, and then that's also looked at in a very negative way because a woman that's selfish in, in the Mexican culture, at least is a woman that's like lost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she doesn't know, or she's chasing like the material stuff in life instead of wanting to be a mom, you know, it's like, hold up, I do want to be a mom. And that's exactly why I'm chasing like the material things and setting myself up because I know I haven't had children yet. And I already know what I like, I want the best for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to have kids and not be ready to give them the best that I can. Right. Yeah. So, 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 so basically with, you know, with Mexican culture, it's not just, it's not about, you know, being emotionally ready or having the right partner or being financially set. It's just about you know, mostly religion and second, like just culture. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And also age. So for me, I had someone tell me that I should freeze my eggs, but like years ago, (laughs) I understand if you're like maybe hitting your, like your mid thirties, but like, and then I've also been told that, Oh, like you're so independent. Like you have your shit together. Like, why don't you just have like a sperm donor? Like, I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? Like, what the fuck like that honestly like offends me I want a kid I want four kids actually and I would adopt yeah. but I want kids 
because I want to have a family. Like I want to have a husband. I want to be a wife and I want my kids. And for me also, like I just signed up for life insurance and I Uh also I'm signing up for like, um, life. What is it called? It's like those like different accounts where like you invest in like your future, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But like other people aren't, I'm thinking about my future kids. I'm thinking about my future self and all that. Like people aren't thinking about this and they're having kids. Maybe they don't know about it, but it's like, yeah, I'm trying to like be prepared as much as possible for whatever goes down. And a lot of people also make comments. I understand kids are expensive, of course, but that's more motivating to me to make more money. Exactly. Like I don't see that as a barrier at all. Like, you and I can say our parents didn't fucking have money and we made it and look how far we did without resources and shit. Mm -hmm. Kids don't need like what people think they need. And all these people, like, of course I'm harshly judging because I have seen. Okay. So one thing's like, I've seen bad parents quote unquote, and I've seen good parents and I'm just taking notes from who, like whose kids are coming out like fucked up and whose kids are coming out great. Well, yeah, definitely. I have a notepad and it's like what notes to take, like notes before, you know, things to think about before becoming a mom. Like I literally have, I have a lot of notes for different things, but I specifically have one in my phone because everything that I notice about having kids, I write it down and I'm like, okay, well, like I just learned the other day, it's best to have your second child when your first child is two and a half or older, like, because then your first child is a little more independent, right? To to fend for themselves. And you yeah. don't have two kids, two children, two babies, you know, that are like not independent within themselves, right? So it's like little things like that that you learn. And 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 you only get that from like learn like from being around it and from taking notes. You know what I mean? And so it's 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 the little things. It's literally the little things that get to you and again you're never going to be ready but it's good to just wait it out and take notes and 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 learn from people yeah and I think by the time we do have kids we're going to be mature enough to like we already lived our lives you know as much Mm -hmm. as we did up until that point we give ourselves Mm -hmm. whatever we wanted to give ourselves exactly and like I like to travel you'd like to travel like we live a good life like we're not missing out on anything Mm -hmm. that we can have in the future you know what I mean exactly exactly and, like, so, for me, like, also, like, traveling, like, I want my kids to know that, like, I'm doing something with my life. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, when I, you know, in the future, like, I'll have conversations with them. Like, I want them to know, like, my mom is fucking cool. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she is 100%. adventurous. Like, you know, that to me is what matters. Yeah. And and, and it's important because there there's actually a quote. It says, you can't give you, you can't give the best to someone unless you give it to yourself first. And your kids learn from you. You know, for example, I can give you a good example, personal example. My parents, they came here from their countries, their comfort zone, their families to live in this crazy ass country and work their ass off so I can have a better future. They were looking for the best possible outcome, right? For me, for their future. And I want to just do the best mine you know and that's just basically how I kind of think about it you know so um you know I just I think that it's important to 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 know that to know what your end goal is and you know what you're you know what you want to do 
And I also used to grow up thinking, like, my kids are going to go to public school because, like, I went to public school and, like, I was fine, whatever. But the more I get older, I'm like, I would probably want to invest into private school for my kids. 100%. I actually had this conversation with my boyfriend the other day. I was like, hell no, they're not going to fucking public school. Because what I, oh my God, I can't even get started on that, to be honest. Because, like, things politically have changed. Yes. And, like, the way we grew up is was, like, I guess before all that stuff happened Mm -hmm. but like I would want to you know be able to have the financial means to give my kids the best education that we didn't have you know exactly exactly and okay so another thing that I want to talk about is about like I truly believe that men should carry most of the financial burden Mm -hmm. and women working should be optional yes and I didn't really believe this or even really think about this when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But the more older I get, the more money that I make. I don't – in architecture, like, we don't really make that much money as, like, what people think. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's, like, if I can make this much money, why can't a man make either, you know, a little bit more than me and or way more? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, 100%. Yeah. And it's not a lot – like, I'm not asking for too much. Like, I'm giving up my body to be your – wife and like the mother of your children like I don't think it's that hard to make more money than me and to like be very um successful like those are the guys that I'm into the guys that like make good money the guys that like you know have their future set up for themselves and that they want a wife they want to have a wife that can work if she wants to work and I definitely do at this point in my life like I do want to work like I worked Mm -hmm. for my career and I just want to have the option to, you know, be a mom and be present, but mm-hmm. also have the option to like keep my thing on the side. Yeah. So it's, you know, going back to what we were talking before that, like, you know, it's, you know, you want to be financially independent as a woman and and, and crush your goals and do all that good stuff. Once, once you, once you're, 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 you know, you come into like a mutual agreement with your partner, with your husband, whoever you, you know, you have to. And they say, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, obviously we're in a relationship and, you know, we're on the same team. It's important to talk about that where it's like, okay, well, I expect you to be taking, you know, to take care of the bills and I don't want to work. I want to enjoy my kids and I want to be at home, you know? So it's important to, it's important to have that conversation once you guys are like serious together you know, at the beginning, when you're getting to know someone, they don't have any responsibility towards you, you need to be financially independent by yourself, you shouldn't be relying on a man to, to pay for your shit. You know, yeah. what I mean? but once you get into a real stage where you guys are talking about serious things, then it's like, okay, what, like, you know, let's look at our roles here. And then you come into like a mutual agreement. So yeah, for sure. I think a man should take care of most of the financial or not all, if not all the financial burden of, of a household. Yeah. And like, for me, I would be fine if like the guy paid for like the house and stuff, but like I'm paying, like my motivation would be to like take care of the kids and like, maybe I, I pay for like their school or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but because my logic behind this is like, a lot of people, they live way above their means and you should be fine on one person's salary because mm-hmm. if you are a mom, like, and you're expected to go back to work like three months after you give birth, 
like, no, I didn't work hard for this. I didn't wait this long to like put myself in a situation that's like not the best for me. And that's what I'm trying to prevent because my sister, she uh, has two kids and I'm learning so much from her and I'm, you know, from other people around me and uh, I'm taking note. And one thing that I did realize is from age one to five kids need all of the attention, all of your patients, they learn everything in those first five years, you know? So if you're not present as a mom and, you know, and and you're not there to really instill them with what they need to really learn and you're not patient with them, you know, you're, you're not really molding them to be like a person for society. Right. So like my whole thing here is, is that, you know, first of all, what is the objective of having a, a baby? apart from you wanting to be a mother, you know, like, obviously, we all want to be moms, because I think it's like the most beautiful thing in the world. And I've seen firsthand, you know, what it is to be a mom and to take care of your children. But let's not let's look at like, logically, what it means to have procreate to procreate, it means that you are bringing like you literally are bringing another human being to this world to be part of society to be part, to be useful and competent enough to be, you know, to, to, so you can raise them and for them to go and help out with society with whatever they choose to do in life. Right. And as a mom, you get satisfaction because you look at your child and you're like, okay, they're cool. If you raise a child that is incompetent, that doesn't know how to live in, 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 in between, you know, they don't have a family, they don't know, they're not competent enough, then you're going to worry as a mom, <laughs> you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? You know, am I going to have to take care of you your whole life? Like, that's worrisome. I'd be worried. So with that being said, I think that the first thing to really understand is, is why we have kids. And I think that 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 will help you with why we, you know, like what our intentions are, right? Apart from us loving the hell of of a baby, out of a baby. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, they... I guess they try to like have a kid to like save a relationship and oh, also that's yes, cool. yes. I see or like that to trap time. somebody mm-hmm. or and... to be selfish. Literally they have yeah. nothing going for them and they just want, they just want to be a mom and they have, they become a mom for selfish reasons. Like, Oh, I want to be a mom. Well, you're like being a mom is probably one of the most selfless things you're going to, you're going to have to do in your life. Yeah. You have to think about it that way. Because if you don't think about it that way, then, you know, you're raising your baby for yourself (laughs) and it does. And that's not reality. That's not what's supposed to happen. There's a quote that says, you know, we, you know, it's in Spanish. Um, I don't know if can, you know, in Spanish it says, tus hijos no son tus hijos, tus hijos son hijos de la vida, you know? So it's like, it's really important to understand that so you can raise children to be competent in society. Yeah. And a lot of people hate on like, oh, like this world is fucked up. Like we shouldn't have more kids, whatever. But it's like, I want kids to make like the world a better place. Like if there were more of people like us, like I think we'd be better. Yeah. (laughs) Like I want to like be present. Like the way I was raised, I know times are different with technology and stuff, but like my mom was always doing like our projects with us at home that were like not from the school. Like we were always like, listen to I never really I grew up without cable actually and I Mm -hmm. did not watch like the shit that other kids were watching but like 
mm-hmm. you know, I was like reading books and stuff. And like, I think that that's what kind of made me, me, you know, mm-hmm. and like be nerdy and shit, which has helped me like, you know, help yes. my future and being, you know, like tended to, and those are things that like, you know, you just need to be present for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important because they, again, they learn everything. They, they, they don't, honestly, kids, they don't really learn from what you tell them. They learn from what they see. So yeah. then you teach them if, if you are a certain way um, and then you want to teach your kid to be another way, they're not They're Most of the, the most of the time, they're not going to be what you tell them. They're going to be exactly they're going to start solving problems, how you solve your problems. They're going to start treating people how you treat people. And that's basically, you know, it's really important to instill that, instill that in them. And yeah, that's them. true. Mm-hmm. It's so. A lot of people, like, you have um, your points of, like, being prepared. Also, like, I'm trying to be the best person I can be. Like, I'm trying to be aware of, like, things that maybe I didn't learn growing up and, like, things that I feel like need to be worked on and, like, trauma shit that, like, I need to, you know, repair. And mm-hmm. we're just aware of that when I – I understand that a lot of people had kids young, whatever, like they marry people that maybe they shouldn't have, but I'm not talking about you. You know what I mean? Like we're not talking about these people. We're talking about ourselves and like how we want to go about life. And I think that's very important. A lot of people, you know, have kids and like take things out on their kids and like, they're not realizing that they're contributing to generational trauma that we all have. Yes. So before you, you think about even having kids, I think that that is the first thing that you should really work on within yourself. And honestly, I didn't really know I had like an issue until I was 25 years old. Um, I personal story, side note, I didn't have a good relationship with my mom until I went to therapy. Like I was literally at war with my mom until I was 25 years old. And I just something clicked when I was 25. I don't know if I matured or what happened to me, but I was like, dude, I can't be living like this. Like, you know, my mom, unfortunately, she had a certain upbringing that made her into a certain type of person. And then again, like you said, generational trauma, where it's like, she wanted to treat me the same way and take out certain insecurities on me, you know, that her mom had done to her. So not that my mom, you know, my mom is perfect. And, you know, my mom is perfect in other ways. I'm not trying to judge her or anything like that. But what I'm trying to say is that that kind of made me feel very angry growing up. And that was actually going through to like my relationships with other people. And I'm like, wait, I don't want to I don't want to do this. Like, this is not this is not who I want to, you know, this is not who I want to be. I don't want to feel like this. And I again, I went back to thinking, if I had kids, is this going to be beneficial to them? no, they're going to see how I treat my mom. They're probably going to want to treat me the same way I treat my mom. You know what I mean? Or they're going to hate their grandma, which I don't want to cause that to them either. So I went to therapy and honestly, I have on, I can tell you right now, therapy is probably the best money I've ever spent in my life because it helped me with understanding a lot of things and it helped me understand myself and I'm not angry towards my mom anymore. I actually really understand her and I don't judge her anymore. And I think that's really important because again, you want to have kids and you don't want to pass that. What if I would have had a, had a daughter and then I would have passed that on to my daughter and I wanted to treat my daughter the same way, you know, maybe my mom was treated or maybe she treated me or whatever. So that is the number one thing that I, that I, that I 
feel like people, women should work on before and men too should work on before having kids is not passing those traumas, those insecurities to their kids, because it could really make or break them. And it's kind of like women that have, you know, daddy issues, you know, a lot of women, they keep on picking men that, you know, hit their mom or, or abusive to their mom. And then now they're they're picking men just like their dad and then they're getting abused and they, they just don't know what the difference is. Like, dude, you need to go check that out because that's not normal. Yeah. yeah. And as oh. a, as a side note, mm-hmm. which this is probably coming off as judgmental, but whatever. <laughs> so like in the Hispanic culture, like the whole mommies, like the moms and like the sons, a lot of women like fulfill their void and like their, baby daddy with like their sons mm-hmm. and yeah. like they're obsessed with their sons and like their sons are also like low-key mean to women they expect their you know spouse or girlfriends to like fulfill the role that their mom did and that's yeah. also like not something like that's cool about our culture yeah I see it all the time where you know they don't really have a good relationship with the husband or the or the baby daddy or whoever the boyfriend their their partner and they're like okay well i'm going to go with someone that does need me and i'm going to go with to my ch- to my to my child to the, my male child and you know i'm going to get the love from him because he needs me it's yeah like, that is super toxic do yeah. not do that because you are going to raise a monster yeah, and no. a lot of those guys don't even respect women. Like, you would think that they would, no. but they don't. They grew up entitled. In Spanish, it's mimado. They grew up super mimado. They grew up super entitled. They feel like they don't have to work for anything or protect a woman because, or, 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 or provide for a woman because they've just yeah. always been given everything. They've been, like you're saying, mimados, you know? So so it's, 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 it's super toxic to be that way. It's so bad. Yeah, and I think a lot of this is, like, recognizing you know, learning about the mistakes from others and just like taking our own pointers because there's a lot of people that are doing it right at the same time. Like there's a lot of people who are good as parents and it's just like us, you know, like kind of doing a little research before the time comes. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And again, nobody's perfect and and nothing's going to be perfect. We can be, you know, we can have children at, you know, 32, 33, 35, whatever. And there's still going to be complications, but at least we're really trying to see what the risks are and trying to either eliminate them or mitigate them a little bit so that we can be the best that we can be with our children. Mm -hmm. Which Um, also mm -hmm. leads into finding a partner that you're on the same page with. Yeah, that's the second most important thing. It's like if you in my eyes, if you don't find a partner that is on your same page, you're either going to, you know, it's just gonna, you're going to be alone in that pregnancy. You are going to be alone. Because if you want to have a kid and your partner doesn't want to have a kid, I mean, you are going to be either physically alone, like the guy's going to leave you because you didn't want to be a dad, or you're going to be emotionally alone. Like it's going to be really detrimental to you instead of having like a teammate, like, yo, you're on my team or what, you know, because the days that you are postpartum depression and you literally are crying and the child's crying too. And you're like pulling your hairs out and you 
are just in a really bad space, you need to rely on someone logical to come and help because you're all in your feelings and your hormones. You just freaking pushed a baby out of your vagina. Like, I don't care about anything else, you know? So you need a man there to be on the same page as you and fucking go bring me Chick-fil-A, dude, and put on crime series because I'm fucking done with you. You know, leave (laughs) me alone. Shut the door and take the baby. Yeah, and I think that, like, us waiting, we... I mean, you've had, you know, your boyfriend of, like, forever, but, like, for me, like, I'm very intentional about, like, who I date, and I'm, Mm -hmm. like, just observing, like, would they be a good dad or not? Because I'm really not going to involve myself with someone who, like, doesn't, number one, want to be a dad. Number two, I don't see that they would be a good dad, because it's, like, however they treat me is how they might possibly treat my child. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm not in a rush, like, literally having someone's kid is like the biggest gift literally it's a fucking gift of life and it's a fucking privilege you know what I mean like whoever you know birth is a beautiful thing and like Mm -hmm. having kids and shit but it's like people need to be very very strict about who they give their bodies to and who they're willing to have kids with and I love that you have those expectations those high expectations I'm so sick and tired of seeing people having like the wrong looking for wrong expectations of people you know what I mean like it's it's horrible so it's like you know for example it's like oh well that guy has money so you know he's gonna be no he's gonna probably leave you or he's not gonna let you be a mom because he's gonna tell you bro like you better get up from that bed and get good looking and sexy because I need a dime next to me um dude I just had your baby yeah exactly yeah So um, it's really important to pick someone that's on your same page. And again, having those expectations for him to be able and and again, being on that same page. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I've dated guys with money and I don't really care. I care about money in the way that I care that are like if they're successful, if they're driven, if they're ambitious, because I want them to be that way for our family Mm -hmm. and I don't care about money in the way like about showing off or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's tacky. Mm -hmm. And a lot of guys like they're overcompensating for something. Maybe they're they're not a good person. I look at how people treat me. Like if I'm sick, what do they say? If I'm feeling Mm -hmm. down, are they going to be there for me? Because I'm taking fucking notes about like how they're going to treat me if we have kids. Obviously, they can change their mind and like not be that way with our kids. But like Mm -hmm. if they love me, then I'm assuming that they're going to love our kids. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it's for, you know, they say that when a a man really is on the same page with a woman in regards to like pregnancy and having babies, he will fall in love with you all over again when you're pregnant. And when you, when you're a mom, he will fall in love with you all over again. And obviously with the child, because it's just beautiful. They'll, they'll think, wow, look at what my wife can do. Look at what she just did. You know, so I think it's really important to find men like that because those are the men that are going to be by your side. And I'm super happy that, you know, women have some, you know, some women still have those expectations for men. Also, I like that you said wife, because I think it's important that for us, we need to be married first. Yes, I do agree with that. 
you know, I don't want to put marriage out there, but for me specifically, um, I'm a Catholic. So I do believe in marriage through the church. That's just me. That's just my opinion. And, but I don't necessarily feel like, you know, if you're, you're, you're not like religious or you don't believe in marriage because it's a piece of paper, whatever you believe, that's fine. What's important is that you're on the same page. But to me, marriage is, is really, to me, marriage is important before having kids, because that's a perfect, like, kind of like sealed deal that you are on the same page as me exactly like <laughs> like there's nothing we talked about it we literally signed papers we went through church if you're religious or whatever and boom like that's what's you know we we are our expectations are pretty set like so. what do we look like being someone's baby mama no. like that that's a joke no no like for everything we work for and all that like we are wifey material like I just I don't I would not accept that for my life no no 100% I would not accept that I think I'm you know if I'm going to have your kids you have to put me on a certain pedestal yeah and they should want to do that for you exactly if a man doesn't want to marry you it's because he doesn't he hasn't like found his wife yet you know what I mean like exactly Men, everyone wants stability. Everyone at the end of the day, at the end of their life, wants that one person that they, you know, have made a life with. Exactly. Exactly. It's really important to have, again, if you don't believe marriage, that's fine. But put those, like, those expectations on men. Like, for example, like, me, for me, marriage is extremely important. But maybe for another person, it's not. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to talk about it. And this, these are your duties. And these are my duties. And this is how it's going to go. Perfectly fine. But for me, I'm a little bit more traditional. You are too. So it's like, just, just a clear indication that this is what you signed up for, you know? Yeah. Thing. And also to have those conversations before, I think a lot of people don't have like really deep, real conversations about, you know, what if this happens? What if like, we're in this situation and whatever, like there's different things that I feel like people don't cover. And I feel like I want to know everything before I give my life to somebody and have their kids. Yep. Yep. I know so many people where it's like, I don't even know if they even have like deep conversations ever. Like it's, it's really sad, you know? So it's like, like, what is your relationship based off of, you know? So again, having those clear expectations is what's going to set you up for success in the future because you guys are both on the same page. So yeah. And the way that you are like, inquisitive about your partner or whatever is like the way you're going to be attentive to your kids like Uh uh-huh yep you know like the questions you're going to be involved in like their lives and like you know make sure that they're heard too because if your spouse doesn't give a fuck about you and like certain specific things or scenarios or like you know to talk things out if like the worst case scenario happens Mm -hmm. you know like that's just there's just so many like back end things like we're just trying to get covered or at least you know, spoken about or thought about. Yeah. Like, for example, very something super sad that I do not wish upon anyone. But what if like you end up losing your baby? You you know, you know what that does to a woman? Super irrational, hormonal, just the worst catastrophe in the world. That's what you feel at the moment. I never had that. But I've seen various family members that have gone through that. And the family members that have like a good partner got through it so well. You know what I mean? The, the the partners that were there for them, the partners that, you know, they were just like, what do you need? I'm here for you. Like, you know, even if the woman said like, leave me the fuck alone. You know what I mean? Like they were still there, you know? Yeah. So 
because sometimes it's like that, you know? So, and then the women that didn't have that partner, oh my gosh, it was like a catastrophe. It's like, why are you acting like that? You're ruining my vibe. Dude, I just lost my yep. baby, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's super, it's, it, it's really important to, you know, the, the, the difficult times in life is when you really, that these are what, this is what we're preparing for the difficult times in life. Cause nothing is perfect. Nothing is, is rosy gold and flowers and you're preparing for the worst case scenario. So, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And also the financial stability is very important. And I, we didn't grow up with, you know, nice things, which I'm very grateful for in hindsight, because I don't have like, I'm not, I'm materialistic because I do like nice things. Mm-hmm. but I know I can like live within my means mm-hmm. and a lot of people like they just want to give their kids like things because I think a lot of people do have to work they do have to do this it's not whatever but like they give their kids like these big gifts for Christmas and like oh, yeah. they spoil their kids and stuff like that but it's like I don't want that for my kids like I don't want to that to me is like not what matters for me is like you know of course having a comfortable home and you mm-hmm. know giving myself a home that I never had growing up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially like I'm an architect now, so it's like mm-hmm. I'm oh, yeah. house. I always see you posting those things of like the architecture that's like just asymmetrical and stuff like that. It's <laughs> so funny. I'm like, oh my god, that bothers me too. Like, but I just like, like, um, just like not paying attention to it because if not, I'll be thinking about it all night long. Like, it, <laughs> oh my god, my gosh, oh my god, like I literally like that shit bothers the fuck out of me. But it's like financial stability like the older you are like me being almost 30 I make like decent money and like I moved to Miami and like I live in a good ass apartment mm-hmm. and I want to give myself this now so it's like mm-hmm. in the future I don't want to like hustle backwards you know what I mean like no, I want to hustle yeah. forward and yeah. also at the same fucking time I because I am dating now it's like a man's gonna look at my life Mm -hmm. be like okay she can support herself Mm -hmm. she has a nice apartment she has a nice car you know she can 100% like do her thing she Mm -hmm. can travel on her own Mm -hmm. a man who can actually like provide for me and my future kids he's gonna know that he has to step it up and if he doesn't if he can't equal my lifestyle and like you know give himself the same lifestyle Mm -hmm. then like step away because like I'm not interested in that you know what I mean exactly exactly and again those are like expectations that you're having you know you're putting in for him and just by doing what you're doing you're already setting the expectation just by the way that you're living you're already setting the expectation it's like either you get get with it or get lost bro so exactly like like, yeah yeah and I don't think I'm not asking for too much at all like I'm not even asking for anything other than like you do your shit and be you know I can you can be it's like even individual it's like be the best that you can be there you exactly. go. Exactly. You know, 100%. So, yeah. Like, if I can do it as a woman, as, like, you know, someone who didn't come from really much, mm-hmm. then why the fuck can't a man do it? And, like, why doesn't he feel inspired to do more? You know what I mean? Exactly. And with the financial stability part of it, it's where, you know, we we make good money and we can raise a child. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you the truth kids yeah the kids cost money because you need to have shelter and food and medical attention right but also um they don't really they don't they don't really require a thousand dollar stroller they're fine they don't require a mansion they're fine what they need is you what they need is stability what they need is mom and dad 
what they yeah. need is experiences because like you said i didn't grow up i didn't grow up with a lot of money but you know what my parents we were always going to picnics at the park and eating pub subs or my mom would make the sandwiches if we were really tight on money and we would go you know we would we would go to disney world but we wouldn't even go to disney world or, or to like a park we would go to like disney springs which is free and you know that was still a lot of fun you know and we were all we were with our cousins we were with our with our you know with my siblings and it was a blast it was a blast and we didn't have a lot of money and those yeah. are the things that you remember i don't remember the toys that i used to have or like all the barbies that i used to have my grandma used to buy me because my grandma did buy me barbies but like i don't really remember none of that i remember the times i had with my with my family with my parents with my siblings with my cousins those are the, the things that matter those experiences yeah exactly and a mm -hmm. lot of people they're just trying to like one up each other with like nice things and and the big parties and then what really matters yeah. is completely broken what really matters is completely broken you know exactly it's, yeah it's horrible yeah and I see a lot of people like they don't even talk to their kids like I understand yes your kids are probably gonna be annoying as fuck <laughs> but like when I'm around kids and I have babysat which definitely does not compare to like actually having a kid but yeah I like to talk to kids like they're adults and just like ask them questions. Like I see a lot of parents, you know, like they completely ignore their kids and they're really wondering like why their kid is suicidal or depressed. Yes, I see that a lot. Yeah. It's and like kids don't have like social interaction anymore. And well, it's not even just like us judging. It's like these are facts of what's happening in society. Well, that goes back to, you know, the first five years kids learn everything right? So you have to be patient and you have to talk. And part of that is talking to them because in, in teaching them how to communicate, because if you, you don't, you don't teach them how to communicate and they're just like, eh, 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 and you just don't really help them express themselves when they're older and they're frustrated because they can't communicate and they've never spoken to you in like a full sentence or express themselves to you. You're like, oh my God, I wonder what my kid is doing now. You know, mm -hmm. so it's it's really important to also, again, have that have that time with your child. And yeah. yeah, also, I was around my half brother and his wife and kid here. She's like almost five, I think. And I'm 100% being judgmental as fuck and I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> that girl is so fucking bad. <laughs> but there were things that I literally it wasn't even like that. I'm judging them as parents. I'm judging of them as like adults because they had no boundaries. They didn't know how to say no. They were mm -hmm. like so tired, but they mm -hmm. weren't like strict. I feel like I was a good kid, but it was because like my mom did not like fuck around. Like I learned yeah. right away that like there were things I shouldn't be doing, you know? Yes. And like this little girl like was not even like properly like, like she didn't look put together. And like, yeah. it was just like, if you like these are things like okay yeah I can judge you know whatever I'm judging their parenting I guess but at the mm -hmm. same time it's like that reflects on how you treat yourself and how you treat other adults you know what I mean yes for sure and again kids kids they you know you have to put boundaries on them you know it doesn't there's like uh I don't know if you read that book by Jordan Peterson the 12 rules for life or something like that I really like that that book no I haven't um it's actually like really good and I'm not I don't read like that but like I read this one and it says do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them it's true you can actually dislike your kids you know yeah, and, a lot day, of people do. and most of the time if you dislike your kids what do you think other people think of your kids yeah you know? 
And again, you want to raise your kids for society, right? So if society doesn't like your kid, guess what's going to happen? You, they're not going to be very welcomed and, 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 and competent enough to, you know, live again, to be in society and be constructive and, and do what they need to do. So yeah, for sure. It's, it's, I hate when I see that too, where it's like, you know, put some boundaries on that kid. Cause if you love them, you're not going to let them become a monster. You're going to, yeah. let. Them, yeah. it's like, yeah. like th- they literally were like in front of her. Okay. This is another thing that I don't fuck with. Like, okay. No one likes to be talked about, like, obviously behind their back, but even if, like, you're in front of them. So, like, this is, I'm talking about, like, adults, but if you think about it, like, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't talk about kids when they're right there and you're talking negatively about them. Like, they were telling her, like, oh, like, within us adults, like, she's so bad. She's a, they're literally calling her a fucking demon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, and that's what know? they believe. That's what they're like. Oh, well, my mom says I'm like bad. So I'm going to be like, this is bad. Yeah. You know, and that's how they bad. get attention. Yeah. So yeah. it's like what I'm saying about like, you know, comparing yourself as a parent to like how you are with adults. Adults don't like that. So why the fuck do you think a little girl is going to think she's not going to think highly of herself? Exactly. She's not going to want to, you know, do better because that's how she gets attention. Exactly. Yep. And that's going to make her feel bad. Like, if you really think about it, does that make you feel good or does that make you feel bad? That makes her feel bad. How mm-hmm. She thinks it's funny and she knows how to like run her parents. Mm-hmm. And kids also need to know like they're not the rulers of the world. They're not. They're not. The, and that's another thing that, you know, again, it comes with emotional stability because if you're a parent, you, you're stable enough to say, I am your parent. I know what's best for you and you need to calm down and you're fine. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's like that because it's like you are the one that puts the rules in the house. You are the adult there. No, they're not the adults. They don't know what they want. They don't know what they need. As long as they're not freaking dying or freaking have a, a like, a, a, you know, do like in, in pain or something or like hungry or pooped or something like you should be. They're fine. Yeah. yeah. And another so. thing was like, she's not a baby. She's almost five. And we were like in a metro station in DC. Mm-hmm. There were not many people around, but like little kids, you know, like they can't like stand still or whatever. Yeah. Whenever she would like walk away, like three feet, they would like, yell at her like, Oh my God. Like she's like, they would freak out over everything. And I'm like, this little girl has no idea on how to trust herself. Mm-hmm. They don't trust her. She doesn't trust them. Like, I really hope that something helps the situation, but like, the way it looks is like not good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I do see like, men and women like, like couples that do have kids, and it's going so great for them. And I'm just like, Oh, my God, yes, this is great. So exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So like there are because I think people want to focus on the negative. Mm -hmm. But we do see when people are good parents. And I feel like parenting is like maybe 70% on the parent 30% on like the actual kid, they get could like have you know issues and different things mm-hmm. that you know and they have different kids. temperament temperaments too you know they're yeah. just like personalities like I was a person that had a very high like like I was very high tempered you know like you know I just it was it, my personality was a little bit different than my brothers you know my brothers was very soft very calm he was better behaved you know so everybody everybody has different temperaments so you just have to know how to navigate that it's like black and white in the way it's like are you being a good, like, are you being nice to your kid? You know what I mean? Like a lot mm-hmm. of people just aren't nice. Yeah. I, I and agree. kids just, kids are, 
Kids are a lot smarter than people think they are. They're listening always. Mm-hmm. And they're watching you. And they're watching, they're watching everything you. that you're doing. Believe it or not, they mm-hmm. are watching you. And they're observing. And they're picking up on your habits. And they're looking up on you, how you talk, how you, um, what you think is funny, um, how you problem solve everything. So, yeah, 100%. Cool. Well, thank you. All right. That was awesome. Thank you. And you did like, I like, you're so easy to talk to. Like, it's so like nice to talk like to someone like that. You know, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Alrighty. All right. Bye. Bye.